On tonight's show, we have fashion designer and entrepreneur, Erica Blakely. And now, for your host, Cool Park. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 126 of the Kicking with Cool Car Show. I am your host, Cool Card. Thank you for tuning in. I am here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where you will find me. I have wonderful guests that bless me on this show every week. It is a weekly affair. We come on here. I get them to be transparent. They drop gems. They provide value. So if you are here and you are wanting to know something, I'm pretty sure you can find it if you go back into the archives. This is episode 126, so there's a lot of information on here. Uh, I can't do it without you. I do it for you. Know that. All right? And it's a blessing. Last week, episode 125, it is streaming right now on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for your listening pleasures if you don't want to watch videos. But (laughs) I had Tamara Nicole. I keep calling her Tamara. I butchered her name last week. I'm sorry, Tamara. Tamara Nicole, <laughs> uh, she is a motivational speaker. She's a women empower- She has a women empowerment group called Spark Goal. She's doing phenomenal things. She's just uh, revealing things to women who, who are having a, you know, they're in a rut, having some struggles trying to get going, get started, and you know, she's alleviating some of that stress. All right, so make sure you check her out. All the links are in the description, as always. All right, but this week I have another guest. I have another phenomenal woman on. She goes by the name of Erica Blakely. She is an entrepreneur. She is a fashion designer. She is a CPA by trade. Uh, she's doing everything. But she has a great story. She's doing some philanthropy. I can't even say the word right now. Okay. She's doing some philanthropy. All right. I got it. All right. I got it. We got it. We're good. <laughs> but yeah. Philanthropic. Yeah. Philanthropic uh, things. She, yeah, there we go. We uh, she helped me out. Y'all can't hear that, but she helped me out a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, she's doing some great things. I can't wait to get into it, dive into it, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna love her as well. Let's get it going. I'm gonna ring her in the cool way, how I like to do it, and we're gonna get to know her. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Miss Erica Blakely. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I yes. like that intro. I feel real cool now. Hey, I try to make everybody feel cool. You know, I do what I do when I can do it. <laughs> yes, cool yes, yes, yes. The cool way, the cool way. Got to bring you in, right? You know, represent you, put you in the right light, host you up. You know, I got to gotta make you feel special. Listen, I like to start every show with a prayer. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for allowing our our paths to cross, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for allowing Erica to come on here and be able to speak eloquently about her business, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and all that she is doing to help the community. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We just thank you for allowing us to have dreams, goals, aspirations, and desires, and just to be able to get out of bed every morning and go get them. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for the food on our table, clothes on our back, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for life, love, and happiness, peace, and good health, Lord Jesus. And we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, thank you for that. Yes. Felt good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You got to start That's out like that. Like a man praying for you now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's a that's a that's a nightly thing. That's a daily thing in my life. But yeah, every week I got to get it in. It's the only way to start the show. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Only way to start the show. So you have come to me, and we are going to discuss. You have something big going on right now. You got something big. I do. 
yeah, you got something big going on. And I understand that you are a CPA by trade, but you have this vision, you have this dream, and it's not about you. Talk about this. Talk about this. You got this company. You're making French cuffs, which is very unique. I think I've never seen that before. Are you the first? I am. I, I have a utility patent, so you should not have seen it before. And if you do, make sure you holler at me so the people can come see my attorney. <laughs> Man, I'm like, th- it's brilliant. Thank why you. have you? I'm glad you thought of it, but I'm like, why hasn't anybody ever thought about that? Like, that's that's brilliant. Thank you so much. You can, any shirt. You know any shirt you already have, you just take a set of cuffs and they go on there through the buttonholes. So one set of cuffs can go on different color shirts, uh, however you feel it, whatever that mood, whatever whatever your mood or occasion is for that day. Man. Expand your wardrobe. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Man. So, Okay. CPA by trade. How? How did, how did this? How did this come about? Like CPA, and then all of a sudden, I want to go and make French cuffs. What's I, going on? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> um, I, CPA. I'm I'm a logical brain. I'm a left brainer girl. Okay. You know, I've been doing that for a while, and uh, I never knew I had this whole creative right side of me, which is uh, interesting. But the way that it came about, I'm a daddy's girl. So this is all from a a vision of my dad. I remember I used to have to approve everything that he wore when he was leaving every day. Um, At three or four years old, I had to give him the okay, whatever he had. But my daddy was a blue suede shoe kind of guy. Yeah. Um, And I remember a particular time that he had his tailor move one set of the French cuffs from one shirt to the other because... He liked the way that his name was embroidered on that set and something wow. about the collar on the other shirt. Something weird as opposed to having to make another shirt. It didn't make sense to me. But right. what happened was in 2012, around that time, when they started coming out with um, the uh, shirts with the contrasting cuffs and collars, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine said, or old friend said, that, uh, oh, I like that idea, but I wish the shirt was a different color. So the two of those things, those... That memory of my dad, that comment brought the idea about, interestingly enough, I had never sewn in my life. Um, <laughs> I, I went to Joanne's, I bought a sewing machine and um, start learning how to do quilts. I, and I don't know, I, I love quilting. I was like, okay, here I am. This was when I was telling you I was in Vegas for a while. Every okay. Friday night, I went to Joanne's and I had about seven or eight women that we went and we did quilting on Friday nights. I was like, the highlight of my week um, wow. doing that. But I, that's how I learned to sew. And that was the thing that gave me kind of putting the idea together um, of, again, that memory from my dad, as well as that comment from my friend. And two of those things came together and I started looking for it. And I was like, okay, it's not there. The CPA in me, the detailed analytical part of me started researching and researching. I'm like, wait a minute. So that's when I filed for my patent. It took me three years to get that. Okay. Um, but once I was granted my utility patent, I was like, okay. But honestly, uh, I was really busy in my CPA firm. My husband was, um, you know, kind. Of, we had people making cuffs. We tried manufacturers all across the country. We did a lot of that. Made a lot of like side money, so to speak. Okay. Um, but I was busy doing this other thing. And so I really hadn't paid much attention to it. And uh, in 2016, I'm an only child, I told you. uh, But in 2016, my husband and I, he was from North Carolina, but we moved, uh, went back to Chicago to take care of my mom, who was um, in the beginning stages of her Alzheimer's. Um, Six months after we were there, he was murdered. And um, I spent the next three years taking care of my mom, um, you know, until she died right before COVID. So I got busy again. Um, then my CPA firm was literally COVID took 95% of that away. I had five employees out of work and it was like, okay, hold on. So literally for about this was, and, and I got hit before y'all knew COVID was really happening as, as a contractor with big corporations, my, my contracts were canceled before the world Royal Caribbean was my client. Oh, wow. So, you so know, when they, they caught wind of this about to, 
happened yeah. and you felt the. So yeah. What I do, yeah, what we do, um, we file, I do SEC reporting for big companies. So every year okay. companies have to file like their 10K. Mm, so okay. when COVID was happening, my like my 10K was ready for Royal Caribbean. And literally we watched the, we had to hold off for filing. We watched the stock plummet. It literally went in half in like a week. Um, you right. guys were kind of just getting wind of it. So our con after we filed a week later, the contract was canceled. Um, and then I sat in my house for about five or six months in the beginning of COVID, super depressed. Um, well, let me stop the- you there because I need to go back and just say my condolences for your losses. First and foremost, I don't want that to go overlooked. All right. So, you know, yeah. you've come a long way. And that takes strength. So I just want to acknowledge that. And you're, you're doing something great. And so go ahead and tell your story because I know you said you got a little message that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my husband had got me this card when um, I got my patent about how proud he was of me and all those things. And um, in the middle of this big depression uh, is when I found the card. And it was like, okay, the CPA firm is kind of going by the wayside. Um, and. This was, in my mind, it was a sign to say, okay, it's time to do something. Uh, so that that uh, brought about a shift for me in the middle of that foolishness. But let me say this about grief. I literally spent, so there's stages of grief that you have to get through. You have to give grief this time. Of course, this is me on the other side of it, looking at, looking back. Um, but you go through the anger and the denial. And for me, there was a lot of guilt in that as well, because I'm from Chicago and my man, I know how to move around. Yeah. Um, my husband's from North Carolina. But when you're away from things so long, you lose it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You lose some things. So it's my in my mind, I've taken my, my country husband to the big city and where did I fall short? Where and I and I, I rid myself with that guilt. Um it tore me up. Um, not to mention the PTSD from the night that we were robbed and when it happened. And then I just got busy taking care of my mom. So I never dealt with that. So <clears throat> the important message in that is that you have to deal with grief in those stages, but you got to get into that depression stage before you can get to the acceptance to move on. And um, it took me, took COVID to let me get in that stage. I spent a long time in there um, before I can get to the acceptance. And the important thing I know we ain't talking about grief, but I think oh, I, it's a, I need, hey, listen. We, I we want did. people to understand Here. that um, not just the stages of grief, but when people say that um, time heals, there's no healing in that. You just really learn how to cope yeah. with certain things. You learn how to cope with it. For sure. But your life is forever changed after certain things. That's one of those things for me. Yeah. So you got no. your, so you, so you got the card. You found the card. Yep, I found the card that gave me the the, the boost. The boost. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and plus it was you know my CPA firm had been <clears throat> I had been tired of it for a little while honestly. Um, okay. I've been twenty, 20 plus years. Um, so you just time for so, some change. It was you know, yeah yeah and a little change. I played with it a lot before. My husband, we played with it. I think I mentioned to you that we're motorcyclists. So we were able to customize um, a lot of cuffs for some of the organizations when they had their events and all those things. But okay. it, it was, it was, you know, it was just play, play, play kind of stuff. More so like a side business. But right. um, a few months after that, I'm having a conversation with a girl that I know who's in PR. And she says to me, she's like, Hold on, did you just say you had a patent? I was like, yeah. She was like, I think she was on the computer. We're having a conversation. She said, do you realize that how many patents are granted to women? I was like, you know, no, I I didn't know. She was like, yeah, it's about four or so percent. Less than 5% of women are granted utility patents in the United States. And you are not doing anything with that? I was like, I didn't recognize that. Let's touch um, on that. Let's touch on that. So that percentage is like extremely low. Why? So hold on now. If you okay. think about Go ahead. No, no, no. But I was going to say that's low, but if you think about the um population of black women to women in the country, it literally becomes less than 1% of those utility patents are granted to black women. Wow. So talk about extremely low, and I think that a lot of it is knowledge um, you know, so for me, I didn't recognize the, um, how, how 
the, I didn't recognize the power in being one of the elite few, but I want to be the, the one that leads the charge for many more to come behind me. I don't want to just be the one that, that has it and not do anything with it because, you know, this becomes bigger than me. It's like, okay, well, we don't know what those things are. We don't know how to go get them, you know? So I just want to be the, the first to lead the charge. So you're saying it's more so a lack of knowledge than the system. I think not- so. Um, okay. it's, it's not conversations we have, you know, it's, yeah, it's true. It, we just don't have those conversations in our community and we should, you yeah. know, um, no, you can't do what I've done in that, in my product, but what, what is it that your idea is? What, yeah. you know, maybe it requires, but that doesn't mean that you have to have a patent to still make some money and do some things. Right, exactly. So, now I was going to say, mo- most of us in our community only have a trademark. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, and that's Definitely. only a few hundred dollars. Don't go pay nobody no two, $4,000 to get your trademark. How about that? I know. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> a lot of this stuff you could do on your own. Just read. a few hundred dollars. <laughs> what's the trademark trademark filing fee is three twenty five or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. It's something like that. If you want, if you want all the bells and whistles and support and all that, it can get up to about 700, but I mean, still 700 yeah. for what, what you can make off of that. Like, come on. Yeah. For real. Yeah. You yeah. said something um, to me off camera about, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know that they don't need a CPA. Can you, okay. Can you speak on that? Yeah. So in my, uh, you know, we've talked about the corporate things that I do, um, but uh, in the middle of COVID and even prior to that, I have served entrepreneurs for like 15 years. I go speak on stages, teaching people the benefit of having a business. For me, I think it's important that, um, so my community or my my what people will always say, who's your avatar? It is the person who has a job, but wants or either has a side business that gives them a few extra hundred dollars a month because everybody can't leave their job. Yeah. But a few extra hundred dollars a month literally means whether it's a bigger house, a better school for your children, better health care, whatever that is, a few hundred dollars a month can change your life. But everybody thinks when they start a business, oh, I got to get me a CPA or I got to do this. And you don't. So I have a community on Facebook where I literally just teach accounting for people that have side businesses for free. Um, I want to empower them with the knowledge. And I it pains me to see people go around the block and get taxes done and spend $800 and yes. have no idea because all they wanted to know is they got a big refund and they don't even know what these people have put on their taxes. So I actually did a masterclass um, a couple months ago in the middle of tax season that showed people how to do their own taxes. Even if they don't do them, I want you to even understand what each of those lines are on those items. So you can read it and look at it and be like, okay, this makes sense. This don't make sense. Because you're accountable for it, not the person who prepared it. Exactly. That's what people don't understand. They're getting these big refunds and have no idea no idea what's on there and they don't care look until uncle come knocking on the door like uh (laughs) hey what's this fifteen thousand dollars charity you say you donated right exactly you know and then what people they took so one of the other um little tricks that they used to do is do a lot of like home business that are um non-reimbursed employee expense deductions which your government took that away a couple years ago they say oh we 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 know that trick um But those were the two two places that people would always get in trouble, but they never paid attention. You don't even own a home, but you got itemized deductions of $25,000. Like, how? You know? Right. So, oh, yeah. my God. Do you care to, um, do you care to yeah. share the Facebook group for anybody? Who yeah, it's, it's called Your Side Business CPA. It's a free group on Facebook, and we do financial stuff. We do everything related to finances. That really just help people's life better. It is a free group. Your Side Business CPA. Um, And I actually have hired a couple of people that we're actually getting ready to move for those people who need accounting on a regular basis. But we're looking at like $50, $60 a month and you'll get free tax preparation for that at the end of the year. So I've hired a whole staff to run that part of things. But, you know, that is going to cost you less than what you pay around the block for somebody else. So, okay. But yeah, the group is free. You're going to learn everything you need to know. And, um, Anybody who comes, let me know if you come for this sh- from this show. I'll make sure you get access to the masterclass that I did that taught you how to do your own taxes for free. 
Just giving out cool coupons, y'all. Cool coupons. Yes. And I'll have the links down below in the description. Yep. Y'all make sure y'all take advantage of that because you don't get too many things free in this lifetime anymore. So yep. you better get it while you can. All right. Yes. So let's get back to these cuffs now. So, all right. So my understanding, you started out sewing them by yourself, correct? I started out sewing them and then I had about five or six different people that helped me sew. Okay. So let me tell you what I did. All right which was not the right thing to do. When I came up with the idea, I was like, ooh, I went and spent all this money and went to the Magic Trade Show. Are you familiar with Magic? Very familiar. Yeah. That was the first, <laughs> my first exposure to anything was going to Magic. Okay. Um, and I literally got 1,700 orders. And I was like, oh my God. What am I doing? How am I going to make this? So right. I was like, I had people blowing up their machines. You hear me? Like, <laughs> Um, to the point where I couldn't fulfill the orders, literally. Um, fortunately, I was so new and just not really knew what I was doing. I didn't take like deposits up front and all of that. Yeah. So otherwise, that could have been a whole mess. Um, oh so I had God. people sewing for me and all of that. And then, uh, again, not knowing what I know now, right. um, <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, let me figure this out. I got, I went and found the manufacturer in California. I found one in New York. I found one in Atlanta. I just did. I literally have had five or six different manufacturers, two different ones in Chicago. And it's been a disaster, a complete disaster. Um, But because I was not doing a whole lot, it was like, okay, I can always pivot and go here and go here and do that. I just kept being able to pivot because I wasn't um, giving the business 100%. You know, so if I got, if I said I needed 100 cuffs because we were doing an event and 25 or not sellable in my mind it's not a big deal i'm pissed about it but okay and that was about standard it was about 20 to 30 percent that i couldn't sell and it was minor stuff card like a line wasn't straight i'm like it's a simple product whole people were doing it see this is it this is that learning process that learning curve A buttonhole foot at home is not the same as an industrial buttonholer, so the buttonhole wouldn't open or like different things. It was just like, yeah, um, you know. So everybody was like, "Well, you know, you can just go overseas," and I could, I really, really could. However, a couple of things: I knew that my utility patent only protected me in the United States. First of all, Mm, okay, Um, that was number one in my mind. I knew that I would eventually get an international patent, but. Um, that wasn't what God told me to do. So I knew that I needed to be accountable for that. I knew that while I had a great product, the impact that I can have on the lives of the people that I wanted to employ, it was placed in my heart. I want to employ military spouses and single moms and retirees that can sew across the country. And then I want to have the facility here in Atlanta that will employ neurodiverse people, particularly autistic adults, and that they're outliving their parents at drastic rates nowadays. And I want to be the bridge that helps get them to independent living. So I knew that I can do these things. And I recognize that I'm, my company is really a social enterprise that is looking to impact the lives of the drastically underemployed. I just happen to have a dope product to be able to do that with. Yes. Yes. I love it. It's not about you. It's not, and I really wish wish people would understand that more than anything. Like, you know, this campaign that we're doing right now, it's like, the more more money we have, the more good we can do. This is bigger than me. Yeah, let's talk about that. You're you're doing a Kickstarter campaign right now, right? And you're you're trying to raise how much? I wanted to do at least 25,000. That gets me to some of the larger pieces of equipment that I can have, because so- there's a process of manufacturing called U-Line. Um, it's basically like car manufacturing. It gives you for each stage, say there's 10 steps in a process, each station does that one step. So mm-hmm. when you think about that in, in-house, I'll be able to hire the autistic people. You give them routine things to do, they can do it well. Right. So the process of manufacturing in-house will cut everything because we'll get laser cutters that make sure we get everything, everything cut. straight everything that's been a big issue because it's a manual cutting process right. a lot of the larger manufacturers i've used 
they're late. I like I try to uh, manufacture in New York and they make uh, suits for Macy's. I couldn't even get that stuff right. But really, they're they're. they're <laughs> wow. They were manually cutting because I didn't buy bolts of uh, fabric of one fabric that would get me 500 of one okay. cuff. Um, I, that takes away the ex- exclusivity or the limited edition or the whole concept of bespoke in my mind. Right. Um, so they were manually cutting, but th- that becomes an issue when you're cutting hundreds of things. So um, the laser cutter, or I may end up having to do a die cutter, but whatever it is, I can cut here, um, ship out to these women that I want to impact. When, like military spouses, they are supporting our troops and moving all around. And it's hard for them to gain employment on a regular basis. Right. When you think about single moms, who can afford three or $400 a week in daycare? That is ridiculous. Exactly. And then retirees, they have worked 40, 50 years, but they can't even retire because healthcare is rising. Medicare is not, yep. um, you know, whatever those cost of living is increasing. And then some of them just really want something else to do. But the way that my revenue model is set up, I'm going to be able to pay all of these people well above living wage um, and give them options and supporting their families without having to sacrifice um, a career. But I wanted to impact these people more importantly than just making a great product. So I didn't go overseas because I could. But for me, the benefit of what we do for the people that we'll employ is is more important than getting a product made for cheap. Right. Yeah. And I guess like without having, you know, boots on the ground there, you kind of lose your control too, right? Kind of. Well, they have these what they call project managers that kind of manage that whole process. Okay. So many people and um, I am learning uh, all the people that I'm meeting in the fashion industry, all their stuff is made overseas. Like Mm. 90% of of their stuff is made overseas. Um, you know, and now things are shutting down. So they're all having problems. And I wasn't even that concerned about that. But for me, it was just like, that wasn't what God told me to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you definitely don't want that happening and you're just getting started on a, on a major scale. I don't want to say you're just getting started because you've been doing it, but I'm just saying, you know, as far as getting that production. I'm really just starting like for real, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've been, you know, you've been dibbling and dabbling. I've been playing around with it, but I think it's important to note, like, you got to master one thing at a time. I have mastered. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And when you talk about humbling, I think we talked about this a little bit. But, you know, my CPA firm has been very successful, like um, 20 plus years. I'm eight plus figure regularly, you know, um, and in revenue, that's one thing. But then I get over here and the challenges is like, OK, Erica, like, first of all, I'm a girl with a boy's product. Um, traditionally a boy's product. Uh, that's number one. Uh, I have a product that nobody's ever seen before. So it requires um, some explanation yeah. because the first thing everybody says, oh, what are, you got cufflinks? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I, I mean, literally, like when I say what I have, it's like we make French cuffs, not cufflinks. Yeah. That you, but, that's that's first, that's, that, but that's that's what we know, honestly. That's I know. know cufflinks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, then I have a product that requires explanation, Um, a girl with a boy's product. And then the biggest mindset shift is for us to understand that everybody's like, oh, I don't wear a lot of suits, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, society's becoming a lot more casual and people don't. We have like on Fridays, we do a kicks and cuffs, you know, so people understand like jeans and button ups, everybody wear. Um, No, here, there's a way to you add some style and flair without having to put on a stuffy tie. Nobody wears ties anymore. Right. You know, so. I don't. I know I don't. But we, we got some for the, for the people who want to wear ties. So <laughs> we still got style too. But okay. we want, you know, so we've created an entirely new category of accessories that people haven't seen. It's unisex. Um, we do custom designs, all of those things. So it's been a challenge. It's been humbling. Like, how do you do so well over here? And then you come over here and it's like, Jesus. Yeah. Hey, but you you did it once. You can do it again. You just got to figure it out. You got to get that support. And we're going to talk about that support system, too, or the lack thereof. You know what we all (laughs) deal with uh, right after this video. I got a quick video kind of showing off your cuffs and how you, you know. All right. Let's do that.
Yes. I love it. Yes. There you go. Bespoke cuffs. <laughs> Where did the name come it. from? Of course, um, your last so, name, but. No, that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah, my last name, but. You know, it's, it's interesting that how many of us don't even know what the word bespoke means, um, you know, and I grew up with that because my daddy was a blue suede shoe kind of guy. So um, bespoke, you know, for him was normal, you know, um, that's just really like custom made for you kind of thing. That's all that really means. Um, and I ran from being a part like my name and all that thing because, you know, I'm an accountant, so I'm always in the background and I'm OK with that. Right. Um, but, you know, when, when I found the card, it was like, for me, it was like, okay, the business is created for my dad. So I want, I'm an, I'm an only child, so I need his name to live on, but I wanted to do that. But then my tagline, um, I was intentional about all of that. Um, my tagline is you see mix on and it has a dash in between the, the uh, mix and on because my husband's last name was mixing. Right. So um, okay. it was like, okay, so I wanted to, you know, kind of include a piece of both of them in there. So that's kind of my, my, my homage to them and, you know, my little bit of creativity. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> and then my mom is Betty Blakely. So I got the BB, I got my dad's last name, I got the BB, and then I got my husband in the tagline. So you didn't got everybody involved. I, 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 I know it, hey. it, it's creative and corny at the same time. <laughs> no, but it, 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 hey, it lives on and it means something yeah. to you. So. Hey, that's all that needs to be said right there. Let's talk about this support system, though. Uh, (laughs) So listen, y'all. We got the link to the Kickstarter campaign down below. If anybody is feeling like they want to help, they they love the initiative, they love the idea behind it, and what it's all about, and what she's trying to do, because it's not about her. This is not a money grab. This This is is not GoFundMe. Yeah, this is not yeah, this is not GoFundMe. It's not about her. It's about others. It's about her being the change agent for others in their lives and their situations. So if you are feeling it on your heart, there you go. You know, nobody's gonna beg you, but it is what it is. And she's We only have seven that. more days. Let's let's make sure we know what's yeah. today, the tenth. And I think the campaign ends on Today is May 10th, and I think it ends on May 17th or 18th. We only have seven more days. So um, for those people that will see the camp, see this video later because it will be up, uh, we only have seven more days. But if you go to that link in the Kickstarter, whatever we move to after, there will be some information as far as, you know, like what our fundraising looks like after for that. Okay. Yes. But, yes, the link let's is down below. Huh? I said, let's talk about Kickstarter because I don't even think a lot of people know what Kickstarter is. Yeah, I've known um, about Kickstarter for a long time, but you're right about that. You don't really hear it, it has as been, much. It's been a, because we hear about GoFundMe all the time. We hear about GoFundMe. And then we're going to talk about that support group after that. But let's talk about Kickstarter. So Kickstarter is a platform that allows businesses to, you are contributing to the business getting started. It's really like a pre-order. So, you you know, depending on which level of of, of uh of award is what they call them in Kickstarter that you decide to get. Um, You will actually get a set of cuffs once we are up in production. You are just putting money ahead so that businesses can get into production. Um, Now, if you, if you don't feel inclined to do a a actual buy a product, we actually have a smaller level just where you can kind of give us a high five to say, go, you know, and you know, I believe in your support. You here's $5 just because. Um, So you talk about what, what's the support thing you talk about (laughs) here? Oh, um, you know how we were, we were just discussing about how the people that say they support you and the people that should be supporting you. You know, nobody owes you anything, but the ones that you would think are the right. last to do it. So, yeah. and and I and that that just goes to say what you were talking about is is real. It's a real thing. Like you were successful CPA yeah. business. And now you started over, so to speak, with another project, and it's like, whoa, you know, it's 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 uphill battles, uphill struggle when you have people that have been in your corner for years. Well, but have they been in? Have they been in my corner, or have I been in theirs? Yeah, um, you're, you're saying a word. You are saying a you know, word. Like, I, don't, I don't have. 
There's not anybody who I know that has a business that has had an event that I've been invited to that I have not supported, yeah. whether I bought something from you, whether I've supported, um, come to your events, whether I've come to your restaurant, whatever. I've done all of that yeah. for everybody that I know that is in business. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And we're talking about it's just not reciprocated the same, you know. We, yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I don't know if I'm more disappointed at myself for thinking that it was going to be different. Um, because this is not about me, um, you know, and I really, I know the impact that I'm going to have. I just got to go around it a different way and that's okay. Cause this is God ordained. This is not like, this is what God told me to do. And I know where he provides vision. He also provides provision. So this may not be the way and I'm okay with that, but I was hoping this gave us a boost because I felt like the power of our dollar in our community should have been enough. But it's it not be a lot stronger than what it what it um, reveals itself to be. How let's say that because it's powerful when you want to buy some J's. <laughs> I, I think I shared. See, and I think people spend money on what what they value. They value, they value those things more than they do the whole you know support black business. I had somebody yeah. tell me that fifty dollars was too much to buy a set of cuffs, but they'll go blow five thousand dollars at the casino. Yes, absolutely. You know, so it's just what, what you about, value. Yeah, it's, it's all sad. about what they value. Sad. All of what, yeah, that's it. And self-satisfaction. Look, you don't go telling Nike, uh, look, I know them shoes say 175 but can I get them for $5? Right. Yeah, come on. Get right. out of here. None of that. And you thought 175 <laughs> shoot. 400 500 300 like it's nothing. And, and they go what? buy two pairs. Listen, yeah, they'll no. go buy two pair. One to, to, to preserve and save is a safekeeping thing, and then one to wear. Like Oh my God. See, that's re- listen. So yeah. I have I have my son, he's 30. He's gonna be 31 in August, but um I have four adopted children, and I literally had eight children in my house for middle school and high school, just me and eight kids. Wow. Um, I never bought a pair of gym shoes for none of them. And I had, and they were all athletes. All my boys played basketball, and my girls too. I never bought a pair of gym shoes. I refused to go spend a hundred back then. It was a hundred and some dollars on gym yeah. shoes. I never did. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Shoot, listen. I had a pair. I don't even know what they called anymore, but I had a pair that I really liked, and I bought them for seventy bucks. Yeah. And I keep my shoes. Like I keep, I preserve my shoes. My shoes are good. I can keep them for five, six, seven years. They still look brand new because I rotate, right. whatever. Right. 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 I went back. I finally walked out of them things. Went online to buy another pair of the same ones, and they were a hundred dollars more. I said, "Hell no, no I can't do it." I, I mean, I, I can't do it. And here's another thing: all these Jordans, all these retro Jays—they call them retros now. Well, guess what? I had all of them when I was a kid. For I paid sixty dollars for them. By the no, end. they were one hundred and twenty dollars. Okay, they were, right. but I bought them back. Well, my dad bought them back then. My brother bought yeah. them, yeah, whatever. But. <laughs> right. They were 120 bucks back then. Yeah. But you trying to yeah. tell me you're going to repackage this thing four or five times over and sell it for $400 and call it a retro? I can't they do cost, it. They cost that much? Yes. Oh, hell no. If you can get them the day that they drop in store, which is good luck because you got to sleep outside and stand in a line overnight. That's crazy. Right? If you want to get them for like retail price, which would be like $180, one, uh, $200, $225, that's retail but all these resellers, they go in there and grab them and they buy them up and then they put them on GOAT. GOAT, these, this GOAT app and all these other apps. And they mark the price up, 400 500 and people buy them like it's nothing. You know, you just made me think of something. When you talk about people sleeping outside, um, I know this is so off topic, but kind of go, go with, with me. Go okay. with it. Go with it. Um, when we talk about entrepreneurship in general, um, people get so stuck in perfection um mm-hmm. get perfection paralysis um you know i had a coach tell me I'm perfect is for the broke first of all yep. but when you think about apple i'm i'm a i'm an apple user i'm a mac i'm, I'm a diehard ios however <laughs> when you think about you you did you say you are or you not yo i am yeah yeah everything oh, Okay, yeah. I was going to say, you can't be using cool with a K if you got an Android. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when you think about the company, they got they got what people, all, I think most people understand what you mean when you say minimally viable product. Get your MVP. They put out the iPhone. 
knowing that it wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. knowing that there are some things that need, but it was a minimally viable product. They put it out, people bought it, loved it. Yep. They were figured out every year. They realized they need to change or tweak something and make it better and then better and then better. Yep. And every year people sleeping outside to go buy a new one, spend another thousand dollars on a new one. Yes. So that should be the lesson for people when you're looking at whatever it is that you're doing. It ain't got to be perfect. Just start. Just go. Get yeah. something minimal and go. Yep. Look, two thirds of God's name is go. Yes, indeed. So you just got to go. And yep. then you improve and enhance because the other thing I've learned in business, people buy from people. It ain't all the time what you're selling. It's about you if more than like it you. is. You are your brand. Yeah. Um, you know, but of course you got it. Now don't be out here with no foolishness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, just go, just start, start just, and then figure it out and improve as you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, people buy from people that they like. If they like you, you know, they'll support When you. you look at brands, like Elon Musk has more followers than, uh, what's the car? Um, um, What's the car that he makes? The uh, Tesla. Tesla, right? Yeah. They support <laughs> him. Has more right because it's about him. They bought uh, into him. They bought into his. It's, he's a culture. He's a culture within himself. They bought into it. Listen. Yeah, yeah that's you real. Know, but it's, it's it's more about you are your brand, you know. So people are going to be more interested in you. Yeah, they want Tesla's a great car, but they still want to know more about Elon, and that's why his personal stuff. But the point of the matter is. Just start the business. Get yeah. a minimally buy a product and just go. Grow as you go. Grow as you go. That's yes, it. yes, yes. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah. I struggle with that too. And it's not a, it's not, um, it's not a thing where I am shy or camera like I act or whatever. Right? Not camera shy. None of that. I act a fool in my personal space. <laughs> right. I never know I act a fool, right? But right, I right. hate social media, so I don't get on there and get personal with people and have you know allow people to feel me. And that's what sells. Whatever you're that's trying to do, they're gonna buy into it because they like you. Yeah. But I that's a I challenge like for that. me too. It's yeah. a challenge for me too. Like we just talked about this. Like if it wasn't for business, I would not be on social media at all. Absolutely. Not one platform. None of High this. High five me. High five me on that. High five me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Call yeah. me. Pick up the phone. <laughs> right. You know, right. Like, I can't do no. it, man. I just... Ugh. And then I know that part of this whole campaign, part of the whole business, I recognize I'm a social enterprise and I got to tell my story. So yeah. I'm, I'm breaking out of that. I'm learning that. But I'm a CPA. Like, ain't the, the IRS ain't coming for us. Ain't nobody going to steal no money. Our budget's going to be on point. All of that. Right. But this other stuff is like, whoo. And listen, and I think we, and I, this is what I didn't tell you earlier, but I know you were talking about how people are out here taking money from people. If I tell you the amount of money just in the last two years that I have been, for lack of better terms, robbed for people that were supposed to do things, marketing and all of these things that they say they're going to do. See. When I talk about the thousands of dollars, and that's why I tell people like, 90% of what you need for your business, you don't have to pay for. There are resources, there are things. And I try to give all those things in my group because I just, I hate people getting, for me, I'm grateful that I'm at a stage in my life. Those things don't bother me. They sting and they yeah, piss sure. me off, but financially it doesn't hurt me. Now, you know, and everybody's like, well, you need to go blast these people. But for me, it's like, I'm not going to go on social media blasting people because I could. You know, yeah. I'm in some of the same groups they are and all that. Now, if somebody asks me, I'm going to be honest. Of course. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go blast them because I know that the conscience of somebody has to be, you know, I just I just got to trust God to deal with them. Yeah. I know your conscience will eat you up more than anything I can do on social media. Yeah. And, and what so, sucks is yeah. because you, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's so sad how many people out here taking money from entrepreneurs. Yeah, for sure. It is. And it, and it stings, it burns, it sucks. It, you know, it sours you a little bit because now it's like you're only, you, you know, you're one woman and you can't do it all. But at, at some point when you're taking advantage of, you feel like, you know what, I'm going to, okay, we're going to do this task, complete that and move on to this because I have to do it myself right now 
because I'm being taken advantage of. You, you know, you want to hire some help, but it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I've man. learned. I've learned how to do. I've learned to be a CRM person. I've learned how to do a little bit of website stuff, like the whole um, Kickstarter campaign page that you yeah. see. I did that on my own. You know, it's just like, yeah. you know, it's it's sad. I'm, I'm it fortunate. Sad. Like I have a, a good photographer here um, in Atlanta. Um, I have some models that I use regularly there. You know, they don't break the bank. You know, so I'm fortunate in those aspects um, that I have a good group of people that I can use. I gotta pay them. But they not out here trying to take my money, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. So it, it's but the, the stuff that I need, all that other stuff, the marketing and the the social media um, posting and all that. It's just like God, people charging thousands of dollars yes. for entrepreneurs to do stuff, and I'm like, why are y'all taking people? You money know, like have that? you have you looked into Fiverr? I oh, I use Fiverr. Use Fiverr. Okay, Fiverr. Right, cool. I, I use Fiverr. Um, I have a, a online international um, BA. Okay. Uh, you know, so you you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you because I and I've been using Fiverr for like logos and all types of designs. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely about to dig into that and put a little team together and make them work in unison. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Building relationships and then you know you repeat business with them. They're gonna look out for yep. you. And hold yep. it down, yeah. So that's yeah. where you got to take it to. So yeah. you don't have Fiber to do it alone. Fiber is a jam. Listen, and then for the people, look, Canva is my other jam now, honey. Canva, Canva. Listen, and listen. I'm gonna tell you right now. Canva that's, your whole life. <laughs> Canva, all the stuff you see me do, I be right on my phone. I barely, I get on here and I build the show in my yep. ecom platform, but everything else. Psh, Right on that phone, I'd be mobile, gone, moving, just getting it. Boop, yep. boop, 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 yep. You know, so yeah, you got you got to figure it out. Cause I I, yep. I pride myself in really just not needing anyone, and I know any eventually, yeah, you know, you got to work I, with somebody, whatever. But that's me too. That's yeah. me too. But I'm and not I, gonna I, allow somebody I, I, I to shut me of, down. We got to get out of our own way though, because yeah, like I, I literally. Like I, I have like I have people that I know who have big followings and you know, it's just like I'm scared to go ask them to post about this campaign. I know this is not about me, but I don't ask people for favors. Exactly. You know, and I'm trying to get out of this. Yeah. And it's just like but then because when I've asked people or when I've sent, you know, um cuffs to people and say, Hey, can you do this? It hasn't been done. So now here I am shying away from doing it with other people because nobody's done it yeah but there's another important lesson in that for all these entrepreneurs um when you don't get support in your community as we talked about there's a whole world of people that will support you it's the ones your, that don't know you not your business is not going to be profitable or successful or evergreen long lasting from the people in your community so no don't you gotta expand your wings. Yes, 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 man. Somebody is going to support you. It's not gonna be the ones you think that's gonna do it. It's not. It's just not gonna be that. So just yeah. keep doing it. Keep pushing. Keep working. It's gonna grow. And if God's in the plan, is he? He gonna get you there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the crazy thing is, so um, I just got this fixer upper house um, here in the Atlanta area. It's much bigger than I even wanted. I have my house, I have, you know, another house, but I, I fell in love with this house. Mm -hmm. um, the And then I was like, I got a basement that's probably over a thousand square feet that I don't even go in. I was like, maybe I could just make this house the office and, you know, go somewhere else. I'm yeah. like, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> you know, so, you, you know. You gotta use this, what you got. You have the tools. You just got to use them, that, you know, and that, that yep. that's for a lot of people. And we're not even talking yeah. just, you know, a, a location like we have the tools. Just use them. Listen, Start. we do. And those of those of us people like you and I who have the tools or knowledge of what those tools are, we have to be willing to share them with the other people who don't. Absolutely. Because knowledge is half the power. Absolutely. You know, now I can, I can lead you to the water. I can't make you drink. Yeah. But if I show you how to go get it and show you how to get it um, effective, cost effective, and yeah. you don't do it, shame on you. You know, it's something as simple as this. People, from the outside looking in, everything looks like, wow, right? Like, 
okay, I build my show. And I'm not just talking about my show. I'm talking about anything in general. Like people are watching you and they're seeing, they're seeing you move. They see you got your banner. They see you got your sort of thing. They see that you got your models and you're promoting and you actually have product. And to them, it's like, damn, how is she doing that? There's a lot of people asking questions. Trust me. How's she doing that? And I don't know if they, and, and we're not even going to get on the, on the fact of uh, whether they want to see you grow and, and do your thing or not, but they're looking, they're Probably watching not. from afar, mm-hmm. right? They're watching from afar and they're like, damn, how's she doing that? Same thing with my show. I build my show myself. I put it together. I keep, I'm consistent. I've been, I'm a look, 126 episodes. I've been active for two years straight. Have not missed an episode. People watch and they see that and they want to know how. My point is I get people that'll watch me from afar and then they'll hit me up and say, Hey, uh, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? I, you know, and certain people, certain people, I'll be like, just hit me. I'll, I'll show you. It's not hard. Trust me. It's not hard. Right. And they, and they won't reach back out and uh, get the information. So do you really want to know? Do you really want to do what you say you want to do? Are you just probing? Or maybe they do want maybe they do want to do it, but do they really want to do it? Do you think that we are lazy as a as a people, as a society? You think we're just lazy? You think we're scared? You think what, what do you think that is? I don't think I don't think everyone's lazy. There's a lot of lazy people out here and there's a lot of self entitled people who feel like things should just happen for them without the work. I do realize that and social media is breeding that. Right? Instant instant gratification. I don't want to do the work, I just wanna look cool and wanna have the money. I want to have the girls. I want to have the women. Whatever they their desire. But you don't want these three a.m. not sleeping. You don't want that. You don't, you don't want these three hours of sleep, <laughs> right? So you but want I'm the saying, glory and don't know the story, right? I think that a lot of people they just have cold feet. They have dreams. They have goals. They have desires. And when someone approaches them with an opportunity to really take that step, it's like, wait, hold on. They get a little nervous. They get scared. They get timid. And some people are afraid of success too. I've seen it. Clear as day. Like, what are you, what, what's holding you back? Like the opportunity is there and you won't take it. And this is all you've talked about. Afraid of success. And then lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to jump in and do something, but they haven't even read a book about it or watched a YouTube Mm -hmm. on it to like really figure out the details of how to do it and how to maintain it and sustain it. It's a lot of that. Give them the link to the YouTube and they still won't watch you. Yes. So yeah. they don't want to do you, work, you, but... It's, you got it's, a person it's, that'll teach you and mentor you, but you won't even call them. You won't even show up on time. You're mm-hmm. inconsistent. It's a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah, there's laziness in that because it's like, man, I don't feel like it. Well, do you feel like being successful? Do you feel like getting what you said you want? You know, um, one of my mentors says money is only a problem when you don't have access to it, you know, um, so, but your access comes from your action. And information Mm -hmm. and your strategies. I got a, I got a, I got a homeboy. Oh, I won't. Yeah. I got a guy. He's a homeboy. Really, he's a really good friend of my friend, but he talks strategy, strategy, strategy. And he's brilliant with it. And, you know, I take that. I hear him. I'm listening. I'm just like, man, sure. this guy's great. And it really is all about strategy. Like, you could have, here's the thing. He's big in credit, right? Mm-hmm. And he says something. I was like, dang, that is so true. Everybody talks about, man, I got to get my credit right, right? Okay, right? Hear me out. Man, I got to yep. get my credit right. Is it just to get a car? Is it just to get approved to get a car or to get a house or just to get your credit right? Right. So when everybody gets their credit right and you all you you got this 800 credit score. Now what? What are you doing with it? Are you using the credit to get leverage to go and get the bank's money to go do something to build something up and get and make more money to build a legacy? Or you just going to sit there with that 800 credit score. A lot of people just sit there with the 800 credit score because they don't know the strategy. They don't know the information. They don't know how to go and use that credit and make it work for them and their family. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, what pains me in that whole, what what you just said too, not only the whole credit thing, but do you know how many people went and blew this PPP money and stuff they got like, (laughs) I was, yo, hold on. 
I was just talking to my I was just talking to my son about that. They were listen. In the actually it was post COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're I guess we're still in. I don't know what we're doing anymore. But anyway, COVID was kind of dying out, right? And they were advertising. Everybody's dying getting, out. COVID ain't going nowhere. I, I mean, you, I'm just talking about the whole mass hysteria right. of it, right? Everybody right, right. asked up, you know, scared. So everybody started getting back outside, and they were on the radio. And dude was like, "Ladies, come on out tonight. We got the PPP boys in the building. Come and get you one of these ballers. They they looking to spend that money." <laughs> Wow. I That's was like, crazy. Man, this is some clown shit. <laughs> and then you hear about all the guys that's getting indicted. They got these million dollar loans. Buying all right, let me tell you, I literally lost. I, and, and really at this point, I could really realize it wasn't a friendship, but I lost a 30 year friendship um, on PPP stuff. Somebody who talked to me about the fact that they made like one point some million dollars in 2020. This was early last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were saying how they went and got these PPP loans. Yet here on my CPA side, I'm watching entrepreneurs that are small mom and pops literally losing their livelihood for their family. So they can get this money. And yeah. here. So and my problem was with not her particularly, but. You know, she was so mad. Like, literally, when I tell you, she dragged me like I was just because I had a problem with that. It wasn't. It was just if there's a pool of money, these people that need it can't access it. But here, you know, Pookie and Bebe Nim out here balling for a week and, you know, going and buying all this designer stuff and putting money in those other folks pocket when I took that ten thousand dollars. And flipped it five times and changed your life. Like, come yep. on. Yes. You know. Yeah. Like, if you gonna take it, do something. It, do illegit- right illegitimately, for the most part, lying saying you got ten employees and you it's just you. And you know, at least do something. At least do something and create something for somebody else that can make some money with you or whatever. Change your family life. Yeah. Get a job, yeah, at least or business like, yeah, or something. Oh, blow it, man! It's yeah, sad. It's so sad. sad. And now Biden, he's talking about he has a task force. They're doing audits, man. It's gonna be so many people in trouble out here. Look, I just want Biden to. I just want him to get the student loans forgiven. How about that? Can we work on that? Please, please. Can I? Can I get that? Can I get that? Please. Because everything, honestly. First of all, I'm so non-political. Like I'm so neutral. I don't care because I just truly believe that anybody who's in office, somebody gonna be disappointed with them. Yeah, Period. for sure. For sure. God has told us that man cannot rule itself, so it wouldn't have right. mattered who was there. We're not gonna be happy. However, I've been super disappointed in him and all the yeah. things that has happened since he's been in office. But if you don't do nothing else, get these student loans gone. How about yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even listen. I, look, considering I don't owe that much. But I ain't paying it because I'm waiting on him to see what he's gonna do. And I hope he does something. I got undergrad. <laughs> I got undergrad. I got look, I got cosmetology school from before. I got undergrad. I got graduate. I got CPA exact list. I got uh I got my doctoral program, like <laughs> right. Y'all can have all of that. <laughs> right. And, and listen, he talking about what he said he'll he'll um relieve us of like Ten thousand, at least, right? Man, bye. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I get take the six it. figures. Uh, yeah, take it all. Uh, Ten thousand dollars can't even buy you a year in college nowadays. Come I, on now. I know it's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Ten thousand dollars for a trade program. I know. That's why you got so many kids opting out of college, trying to go be an entrepreneur. And right, but. And too, I lazy think, really, <laughs> too lazy to really. Too lazy to really. Trades are going by the wayside, and I think you just talked about social media, this instant gratification things, and I think that's setting people up for failure. Yeah. Because they're not learning the strategies and things to do. They're getting this instant money or getting these big platforms and getting money from that, and they're not investing it properly and doing the things that will be sustainable. Right. So yeah. Exactly. It's sad. It is. Sad. But yeah. We just got to do better, man. 
we, we do. Gotta be we better. Do. As a people, and, and I'm not I, just talking about us. I'm just talking about charge a lot of that. Huh? I said I'm hoping to lead the charge on a lot of that. Yes, you are. You're doing something great, and it's gonna pan out for you. Just, just stay the oh, course. Yeah. Stay the course. You know, like I said, if God's in it, He's gonna get you to it. Yes, sir. He's yes, gonna sir. get you to it. It's just a little something that you know. It's a little task for you. A little, a little. Um, oh yeah. Just bringing you back down, getting you know, preparing you. That's all that is. Preparing you. It yes, can't sir. be easy. It can't be. Like easy. I said, when He provides vision, He also will provide provision. So I believe that Absolutely. provision. That I am tasked to do by God, He's going to yes. make a way for it. So absolutely, yeah. give everybody. And it's not going to always be the way that you think. So huh? just keep that in mind. Say that again. I say it's not going to always. Be, it's not going to always be the way that you think. So I want people yeah. to think. Keep that in mind too. You know, we we have one vision of how things should go, and God has another one sometimes. Yeah. So you also have to make sure that you are looking this way and not just this way. Exactly. And that, and the vision that you know, the vision that you think that it, it should go in, it, it could get there, but it ain't gonna be that route. Yes, you know, yes, yes, it's not yes. gonna be that route. Like for me, I used to do right. music, and I, I had, yeah. uh, just dreams of entertaining. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I fell out of love with it. God took that from me, really pulled yeah. me out of that. But I'm. Still and you fought here. it for a little while. Fought it. Oh hell, I fought it. I fought it for years. I'm talking right. swinging. <laughs> And you know, I just say, you know what, God, you got it, man. And yeah. but here I am, though. I'm I'm doing something I love. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This yes. is what I will yes. be doing. I will be entertaining. I will be helping people. And you know, I hope I'm doing that now, but on a bigger platform as well. You know what I'm saying? So I can yeah. really touch the masses. So yeah, yeah, man. Give everybody your website. Okay, Where so it's Blakely Bespoke as you see it on all platforms. The website is blakelybespoke.com. You'll have the link for the campaign. If you guys could look at that, support it. We have a long a video that gives you everything that we're doing. Um, share it. We got seven more days on that. But um, social media, Instagram, Facebook, everything is Blakely Bespoke. Yeah. And I want you guys to also just understand and pay attention to, like on all of our uh, social media, we've been talking about the groups of people we want to help. And we are a social enterprise that is really just looking to impact the lives of people across the country that are drastically underemployed. We just yeah. happen to have a dope product that lets us do that. Yes. Support. Support yeah. business. And then um, my Facebook group is Your Side Business CPA. It's a free group for any entrepreneurs that you need accounting help or anything like that. It's a free group. We don't do advertising. Ain't nobody going to be over there spamming you, trying to sell no coaching, <laughs> no services, none of that. We don't even allow any of that. So it's literally just for you to come and learn. Yes. Your Side yeah. Business CPA. Y'all make sure yeah. you check that out. Everything is going to be down below anyway. So you yeah. have no excuse. That Kickstarter campaign is the first link you can't miss it <laughs> it's the first link support, yes support business not just black owned business support business yes. support people yes. do something good for other people man we need yes. more of that we need more yes. of that we're, yes. we're living in the age of the selfie everybody's self-centered everybody's looking at me 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 look at me no right yeah help somebody else man this is this is uh this is out of love Yes. People need, people need support out here. People need help. And Erica is doing that. She's doing God's work. Y'all help her do that. All right. Make sure you, you follow her. Blakely Bespoke on Instagram. All of that. Like I said, it's all below. Y'all make sure you check me out as well. Cool card. Cool with a K. Card with a K. Y'all is kind. Y'all is nice. Come follow Car, me. Can I, can I take us out in prayer? Girl, come on. I'm already bowed. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and mercy. God, I want to thank you for this opportunity just to speak to people. I want to thank you for the spirit that you've placed in Car, that he is out here helping people. I ask that you will just continue to bless him, continue to uh, open a path for him, that he continues to do your work, continue to help him reach people, open people's heart and their minds about the work that he's doing, about the work that we're doing, open, open people's heart and mind just about uh, getting outside of themselves and understanding that the way that we lead people to you is by the work that we do here. That is what we are charged to do, God. We ask that you will just continue to bless each and every person that is under the sound of my voice. Uh, meet them at the source of whatever it is that their need is, God, and continue to lead people through you. I ask that you would just allow me to stay humble, to stay on the course that you set for me. God, I need you to lead, God, and direct me in every way that you will have. 
And it is in Jesus' name that I pray on this night. Amen. Amen. That's a first. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yes, likewise. Thank you for having you. Love your spirit. Love your energy. Thank you for Thank gracing you. the show. It has been a pleasure. My pleasure. All mine. I'm humbled. Thank you so much, Cart. Absolutely. Likewise. Hey, guys. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is where you will find me right here with somebody like Erica. Dropping gems. Giving you that value. Praying for you. We're praying for y'all, too. You know, God is in here. This is church. Two or more. Yes. This is church. Mm -hmm why we do it all right it's all love do it for you can't do it without you you know where to find me i'm back here next tuesday never know who i might have y'all tune in man we just dropping gems showing love and sharing all right peace and love y'all we out of here